I want to encourage you to come into the presence of God with thanksgiving in your heart. Today being Palm Sunday, it's more or less like a victory parade. You know, the type of parade when your football club wins a trophy and they go around the city with such happiness. I want us to have the same feeling this morning because it is the victory parade of our Lord Jesus Christ. People began to throw their clothes, palms, on the streets as he rode on the donkey even into Jerusalem. So what have you brought this morning to join in this victory parade as we celebrate Jesus? I read from Matthew 21, which says, Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Praise the Lord. We shall start this service by singing the first song, O for a thousand tongues to sing. Let us pray. Our Lord and our God, we want to thank you this morning for you have been very good to us. Thank you for the daily benefits we receive from you. Thank you, O oh Lord, for the love, for giving us your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for his death on the cross. Thank you for forgiving us our sins. And our Lord, this morning as we come together to worship you, your word says, if Christ be lifted up, he will draw all men unto himself. Almighty God, we lift up the name of Jesus Christ. And we pray that you draw all men unto yourself this morning. Father, help us to proclaim the honor of thy name in everything we do, in everything we say, to the glory of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We shall continue now as I read from the book of Psalms, Psalm 118. Psalm 118, I shall read verses 1 and 2 and then 19 to 29. 1 and 2, then 19 to 29. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say, his mercy endures forever. I go to verse 19. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them. 
and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you for you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord. And he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice we cause to the ones of the altar. You are my God. And I will praise you. You are my God. I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. We take the next song. Praise is rising. If you can stand, please stand. You are free to shake. We are free in your houses just to give praise to God. For he is good and his mercy endureth forever. We shall pray again. Lord, We look back over the past one year and we can say that if it is not for your grace, we would have been consumed. We thank you for how far you have led us as a church, as a country, even this year world. Thank you, O Lord, for helping us to conquer the pandemic. We give you praise because, again, we can come into the sanctuary to worship together. Hosanna to your name. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. For you are glorious. You are wonderful. There is none like you. And you reign forever in the affairs of men. Blessed be thy name, O Lord. For in Jesus' name we give thanks. Amen. We shall sing another song, Let Every Breath. Good morning and a very warm welcome and it's lovely to see everybody. You've already done the welcome, Judy, but I'm welcoming everybody too. I'm waving. Hello. We're on screen at home in church. It's lovely to see you all. Now, when we had uh, this time last year, we were regularly sending in uh, videos and messages for our challenge and we thought we'd surprise you this year with a new challenge and oh boy, We've obviously made it far too difficult because 
I have to say, we've not had many messages or greetings in. If you remember, the challenge that we set last uh, few, few weeks ago for this morning was in the way that the crowds welcomed Jesus, as they shouted out Hosanna, as they laid their cloaks on the ground, as they just made this huge furore as Jesus entered Jerusalem. We were trying to capture some of that. Well, we did our best, and thank you to everybody that took part and has sent in pictures. And I'm sorry for those of you who wanted to take part, but you couldn't think of anything, or it just didn't work for you. I hope you enjoy where you've got to as we watch the challenge video for Palm Sunday today. Sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna, sing Hosanna to the King. Hello. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is risen today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, indeed the King of Israel. Happy Palm Sunday, everyone. Bye. Our Saviour has arrived. We welcome you. Hosanna. And wave your hands. You can play the trumps. And then rock the guitar. Good morning, everybody. You should have received your notice sheets by now. We have got all of the normal activities, such as the prayer meeting on Tuesday via Zoom and the next part of the wellbeing course on Wednesday. 
If you'd like to be here Wednesday lunchtime for our 12.45 service, please do book in. Um, it's an opportunity during the week just to spend time um, together, socially distance and time with God. And if you'd like to be here next Sunday on Easter Sunday, please do again. You'll need to book in um, via the telephone number or the email address that is on the notice sheet. We have got a couple of additional um, events. We've also got Monday, Thursday at 7.30 online. And we've also got Good Friday morning. You can book in online to be here in person. It would be great to see as many people as can. There is lots of different activities happening for the children and youth. We've got Creative Church today at 4 p.m. And the week after next, there is some activities for um, children during the week for Easter. So please do contact Hannah if you'd like to find out some more information about that. And we're now going to see a video that Hannah has made. Thank you. Hello church, Easter is fast approaching and if you are a family with young children we would love to see you at our Easter Sunday service on the 4th of April at half past 10. There's going to be a live reading of a children's book which is all about the Easter story. There's going to be some beautiful colours and some beautiful illustrations for you guys to see as the story is read. And we're also going to be giving out craft bags too and in the bags there's going to be some games, some word searches, some colouring pictures and also as well we're going to be making some bunting that we're going to hang up in the church so there's lots of things for us all to enjoy together as we sit in the main church and don't forget to book a place for you and your family to come and we look forward to seeing you on Easter Sunday. We are indeed very grateful to all who have continued to support this, the church uh, by giving their offerings at tithes at this time. I just want to also remind you that there are several ways you can give to the church, either via bank transfer, if you have the uh, bank accounts details, and um, since you do receive the notice sheets, you will see the church account details on your notice sheets. You can also post a check to the church, um, and also we have now a contactless machine. So if you want to give between three and 45 pounds, yes, it's just a matter of um, going to the point where this machine is, and you just tap. You don't need to do any other thing. Um, again, if you want to give online, the details is, is there. As you are watching, you can do so. Let us give thanks. Father Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to give back to you. We just pray that you will use this offering for the furtherance of your word, here and beyond. You will continue to bless us in every way. Father, we also pray that your church will continue to march on from victory to victory in our ways. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're now going to prayer of intercession. Let us pray. O Lord our God, how excellent is your name 
Your word says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. We thank you because we can always come to you as our Father, and your door is always open. And our Lord God Almighty, we bring our family members that have been mentioned in our notice sheets unto you. Those who need your touch. Those who are at home or those who are in the hospital or those who are awaiting test results and as a result, they're anxious. We bring all of us into your presence that you will touch, you will strengthen, you will uphold. Whether you are here in the church or you are at home, I just want you to use this opportunity to mention silently the names of those who you want to pray for, those who need God's touch. And our Lord, this morning again, we bring to you all those who have just recently lost their beloved ones. You are the great comforter. We pray that you will comfort every one of us. The vacuum that has been created, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you will fill the gap. Also, Lord Almighty, we remember our members who have recently relocated. We pray for your peace at their new homes. And at this time, we Lord, we pray for Parkside. We pray for winter gardens. We thank you for what you are doing on those mountains. We pray for your continued presence. We pray you continue to uphold the ministers at Winter Garden, the leadership there, and that your word will continue to be preached without fear. We pray for Parkside, O oh Lord. Thank you, because as the world surrounds Jerusalem, thank you for surrounding Parkside with your angels and with your presence every time. Thank you for those who are living in there, for those who are walking there, for those who are going in and going out. Thank you, Father, for the work you are doing there. We pray that your peace that transcends all human understanding will continue to reign at Parkside. We pray for the board, for the trustees, 
We pray for wisdom that they will continue to take the right decisions even at the right time. We pray for our missionaries, Lord, Andy Ariana, Peter Lynch, Church 1, 2, 3, Didi and Teddy, and so many that we cannot even mention. Father, we pray that you will continue to strengthen them. You continue to uphold them. They will not be weary. They will not be tired. Your spirit will continue to lead them in everything they do. We pray for our ministers here. We pray for Pastor Hien, Pastor Vicky, Pastor John. We pray for the leaders. And we also remember Sisters Ali Sin and Hannah. We pray for your wisdom, your knowledge. That Lord, you will continue to lead them so that they will lead us aright. They will not do things out of their own wisdom, O oh Lord, but in everything they do, your name will be glorified. We pray for our frontline workers, our teachers, the police, nurses, doctors, bus drivers, train drivers, and all those who do one thing or the other, who put their life at risk so that things may continue to go on. Father, continue to protect them. Continue to shield them. Give them wisdom as they go about their daily business. I also want to remember years 11 and 13, who perhaps at this moment they don't even know how things will go regarding their exams. Some are even writing mock at the moment. They studied online. It's been very difficult. Father, we ask for your help. We ask for your understanding as they read. We ask, O oh Lord, for that knowledge, retentive memory. You bring those things they've read even to their memory when they need to put it down. We pray for our country. We pray for Boris Johnson and the cabinet and the opposition. You've asked us to pray for our leaders. For that we pray that they will take the right decisions, O Lord. That whenever they meet, Father, your Holy Spirit will be present there. You will, be, you, you will guide them that they will not just take decisions based on their own selfish ambitions, O Lord. We pray for all councils, especially here in that where we are here, that you will continue to shine your light. We pray for all our fam church family, wherever they are. Our sitting may be uniform, but we have different needs. 
Father, we pray that you will meet each and every one of us at the point of our needs. And as Pastor Yen brings the word, we pray that you will speak through him. And today, O oh Lord, as it has always been, we will be blessed through your word. Thank you, Father, because you always hear us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I shall now call on Sister Sarah Johnson, who will come and do the Bible reading. Good morning. Today's Bible reading comes from Luke chapter 19, verses 28 to 44. Jesus comes to Jerusalem as king. After Jesus said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you are untying it, say, The Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it, just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes by goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. As he approached Jerusalem, and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and, your, and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another, because, because you did not recognize the time of God, God's coming to you. As we prepare to hear God's words, we sing 10,000 reasons. Good morning, and it's good to be with you again this morning as we worship God together. Thank you, Jiddy, for leading the first part of the service. Over the last few weeks, we've had the section in our church that says, Dear God, I'm not okay. And we've had a lot of feedback from that where people have said they found that helpful, that it's okay to admit we're not okay. It's been what you might call a very bad year. 
As a church, we have seen some real sadness. And we're not yet fully back together again. But God has been faithful. God has been faithful to his people in his church. We have seen in our area, in our borough, some of the most, well, the highest COVID rates of anywhere in the UK. And as a church, we are quite a large community. Our faithful God has protected us from anyone passing away during COVID, by COVID in the last 12 months. What an amazing thing that is when you consider the number of people who have sadly passed away in the area through COVID. We've lost sisters and brothers through other sad means and they're very much, those families are still very much in our prayers. As a church, we have a care home, as you know, those of you online, we have a care home called Parkside up the road. We've not seen a single death through COVID in that care home, which is a miracle we praise God for. Yet, very often in the last year, our Christian disciplines have gone down. Despite a faithful God, in all the anxieties we faced, our personal Christian disciplines have gone down. Maybe we haven't spent as long with God as we used to, or we haven't been as faithful in giving to God as we once were. We haven't been as faithful at being at worship, even online, because we've been easily distracted by other things. Work has been hard. Homeschooling teachers are so much more appreciated now than they were before. I've heard that some teachers would have failed Ofsted this year. Uh, that is the parent teachers who are trying to do it at home. But as a result, we've struggled to read the scriptures and not spend our time with God. We've forgotten to watch out for God's people or spend time in fellowship. We have neglected our giving to God. Dear God, we're not okay. But we have a faithful and forgiving and loving God who longs for us to come back to him and to start again. So how do we do that? Well, we start off by being honest where we are and I invite each one of us whether in church or at home watching this be honest where you are with God maybe you need to write down and write down where you feel you are and seek to tell God about it maybe it's now time to reach out to Christian brothers and sisters and ask them to support you as you try and get back into godly habits Maybe you need to settle your account with God by your giving being brought up to date. You need to know God's forgiveness 
and one of new starts. You need to get back into godly habits and that may be writing in your diary appointments with God to spend time with God. Treat it as important as a medical appointment or a work interview. You have an appointment to meet with God. Write it down. Start planning for it. Start planning to be back in worship if you don't feel ready to come into the building at least regularly online. Maybe as we today remember the coming of our Saviour into Jerusalem, you will want to be there within the crowds, but be different. I pray as we admit that, dear God, we're not okay, that we seek to become okay. We seek to be different. And now as we come to the Palm Sunday story, and before we do that, I just want to mention something. Many of you will have received an email from me at the weekend on Friday about vaccines. And we have been given the opportunity as a church to have a pop-up vaccine centre on Thursday. But for that, we need to have a number of people saying, I have not had my vaccine. I am in the age range or groups that are eligible for it. This is not a free-for-all. You have to be 50 or over. Don't worry, you don't have to admit it to me. because I know many of you really don't want your pastor to know you're over 50 already. Uh, <laughs> you need to be 50 or over, or over 18, but with a chronic underlying condition. And if you've not had your vaccine for practical reasons or whatever, can you let me know, and then I can let them know that there is enough or not enough, and you will be, people will get in touch with you to arrange that. We just need to know that by tomorrow morning, if we're going to get a pop-up centre at Romford Baptist Church. You can share it with your friends as well. If you know friends who haven't been able to get, but actually somewhere with parking on site or whatever, it will be useful. The Palm Sunday story. The expected saviour. Coming into Jerusalem. It's Sunday. But Friday's coming. But the people didn't want to look to the Friday. They wanted the joy of the Sunday. And as Christians, very often we want the joy of the Palm Sunday service. We haven't brought the donkey into church today. Couldn't find one. But the celebrations are there, the hosannas are there. And if only we could just ignore the rest this week and next Sunday we can celebrate the empty grave. Wouldn't that be wonderful? But it's Sunday and Friday's coming. And this week I invite you to join with us as a church as we go through the week. And on Monday, Thursday at 7.30 online, as Haley said, there will be a service, a communion service, where we remember the day, the events of that evening of Jesus going through torment with his disciples and eating his last meal. 
before his crucifixion, try and make an effort to be online on Thursday evening. If our faith is important, these moments must be the most important. Next Friday morning at 10.30, gathering here but also streaming online, will be our Good Friday service where we are remembering the events of Good Friday. Seek to be here or be online. To join with that event because although today is Sunday, Fridays are coming and without the Good Friday there is no Easter Sunday. This is not a pick and mix me week. I want just the good moments. Because without the pain, there is no rejoicing. Without the death, there is no resurrection. Without the sadness, there is no joy. And this Palm Sunday, we're going to ask ourselves the question, would Christ be weeping over us? After every election in this country, you have that moment where the new Prime Minister stands on the steps of Downing Street and makes a carefully crafted, spontaneous speech. They have been practicing this spontaneity for weeks just to make sure they have got a phrase that the press will take away. They've got a moment where they will just spend and they, everybody's going to take their words and think, wow, aren't they inspired? And as they stand at that door, they give their off-the-cuff, carefully planned speech and the hope of the people are raised. At last, we've got the leader we have wanted and now we're going to have a better future. And this is normally followed by the honeymoon period where changes happened and much forgiveness is given because at least they're not the previous prime minister. Then changes start to bed in. And the people start to realise they were not the changes they wanted and they start to grumble. Whether it is the unforeseen changes or the planned changes, we all like to gather around something and complain. Better still, if we've got somebody to blame. There's nothing that makes us so happy as to have something to complain about, is there? And the Prime Minister now finds out that actually being a prime minister is a leader in opposition, this time to the people. I could say similar things happen to ministers of churches, but that's a story for another day, and I'm not going to go there today. But it's also the story for Jesus. You see, on Palm Sunday, there was a triumphant entry. Yes, it was nearly the speech at the steps of Downing Street as Jesus was coming in. And yes, the people had hopes. They had waited for the Messiah. The Hosannas were, yes, he's now going to get rid of the Roman rule. He will free his people from the tyranny of the oppressors. They had a list. 
The people had a list of what they expected Jesus to do to make them happy. They had been waiting for this Messiah for hundreds of years. And now he is coming. And whatever he says, they will greet with great excitement. But the people had an agenda. They had belief but they had hopes of what it will be when this day comes. And the list that they had were their expectations that they will now be free, that Jesus will do things in their way, and everything will be sorted out in their way for their purposes. But soon they were going to discover the reality of God's rule was not what they had hoped for. The triumph certainly soon turned sour and the cry of hallelujah and hosanna soon became crucify him, destroy him. We do not want to be challenged in the way he is challenging us. We want to be able to rebel. The fickle people all too quickly went away from the phrase Hosanna to the phrase crucify him. Welcome the king. We've sung songs this morning like let everything that has breath praise the Lord and the many others there, and I've lost my order of service, can't remember. Praise is rising, 10,000 reasons. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Yet so often those praises stop when God starts to put his finger on us, in us, and say right now, what following me really means is this. What following Jesus really means is this is what it's going to mean for you. And change is required. And so today we are invited along with the Palm Sunday crew to praise and welcome King Jesus into our midst But now we know to welcome him means to expect change. To welcome him means to expect change. Of course, we like anything but change. And some of us can embrace no end of change as long as we don't notice it. And the treasurer does not like change in the offering plate. Change causes us all sorts of concerns. One of the biggest challenges of the last 12 months is change to the way we live. And some people have moaned so much about it and complained, despite the fact that change is good for society, they have hated the cost to them as an individual. And one of the prayers we pray nearly weekly as we pray the Lord's Prayer 
has that phrase, your kingdom come. And to pray that very prayer is to pray, Lord, may there be change. And if we're going to want to see change in God's world, the change is going to need to start with us. The change is going to need to start with you and me. Because God's going to change the world by changing his disciples to make a difference in the world in which we live. And so, yes, we're called to change, welcome the king, but we're called to decide whether we're going to stand with the crowd or stand out from the crowd. Over the past few months, we seem to have become a nation or a world where crowd rules start to, or crowd rule starts to actually take effect. And people gathering crowds to demand their particular agenda being fulfilled, no matter what the cost of society as a whole, if my crowd's agenda can be fulfilled, then that's what's got to happen. But this is nothing new. In Jesus' trial on Good Friday, as they he stood up, and who do you want release? And they said, Barabbas, who do, what do I do with Jesus? Crucify him. Crowd rule was there. And it was a total weakness of leadership that led to the triumphing of the mob. Yet we have stories over the last year and the stories throughout the history of those who st stood out and those who would not stand out. And the question for us as Christians and the question I think for the church as a whole is are we prepared to truly stand out? And to stand out, to be different, to follow God's will and follow what God wants a few weeks ago, we mentioned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from the book of Daniel, chapter 3. And then that story we have, Nebuchadnezzar, who's saying to the world, you must bow to me. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, no, we will only do what God wants us to do. We will not bow to any other ruler but God. And as we know, they were chucked into a fiery furnace for their actions but even before that when they were questioned they'd said this phrase we believe our God can save us but even if he doesn't we will not bow the knee and Christians and brothers and sisters I want to ask the question today whereas we welcome the king of kings and we hear the world shouting crucify him as we welcome God's rule and God's kingdom and we stand up for what God wants for his world and we get persecuted and ostracized for our beliefs, are we prepared to continue to stand out and to stand up when the world is bowing its needs to other agendas? It's Sunday... 
but Friday's coming. And in the week of the biblical story of the Palm Sunday to Good Friday, we read that even Jesus' closest friends failed to stand up. They fell asleep. They denied him. They betrayed him. These were his friends. Will you shout Hosanna? Praise him? Or will you be the crowd saying crucify him? At this point in the service, I want to welcome all those who failed to put their clocks forward last night. It's good to have you joining us. And why do I say that? We see, so often we are faced with change. And some change or failure to change means we miss out. Hey, seriously, I know we normally can tell who are late because they come into church, but they've just logged on and we can't tell who you are. But what we do know is you've missed out on what God's been saying in the first hour of this service. What change is God asking you to make that you don't miss out on his plans for you. In Luke 19, which Sarah read to us, but verse 41, it says this, as he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it. And said, if you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace. But now it is hidden from your eyes. Jesus wept over Jerusalem. Jesus saw beyond the visible the need for our transformation for peace. Jesus sees beyond your outward appearance to what you're really doing in your life. He sees when you're deceiving others. He sees when you're deceiving yourself. And I believe as Jesus came down into Jerusalem and wept over Jerusalem, he comes down into Romford Baptist Church. He comes down into our lives and he weeps. Because he sees what we are missing, what we are challenged by, he sees our failing and the work that's going to cause us 
to turn round and say, I've had enough. I'm off. As you shout Hosanna and welcome the king, will you allow the transformation in you that's needed for peace to come? Or will you leave your saviour, Jesus, weeping? Weeping for you, for the lost. It's Sunday, but Friday's coming. It's easy today to shout Hosanna, but on Friday, we might struggle to say, that's my saviour. Jesus was God's coming among us. At Christmas, we remember that word, Emmanuel, God with us. And so often we are asked that question, will we welcome Jesus we will, will we sing that Advent hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel? Will we welcome the Saviour who came down into Jerusalem to the shouts of Hosanna? But let me tell you, God's not about to change his agenda on what welcoming the Saviour means. And if we welcome that saviour, we're going to be challenged. Challenged to bring around the kingdom of God in his community. And today I ask you the question. Are you ready for a real transformation? The one Jesus came to bring. Will you welcome him? And will you start by truly welcoming him back into your life, whether you're at home or in the building, wherever you are watching this service, will you welcome Jesus and all that he brings, all he longs to do for you? Let's hear that song as we Prepare towards the end of this service. Prepare for the week ahead. But before we rush, we're going to have a song and then some prayer. Broken vessels. Let's hear the song. And so the journey continues. The journey out of Palm Sunday to the outrageous clearing of a temple, to the anointing of a saviour's feet, to the decision to betray Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. 
to the betrayal in a garden, to the unfair trial, to the nails and the crown of thorns and the cry, it is finished. It's Sunday. But Friday's coming. Will you be still saying, Hosanna, welcome Jesus, when the world is shouting, crucify him. Will you allow God's kingdom to come in a new, more powerful way in you than ever before? As we come out of lockdown, will you be more committed to our Saviour than ever before? Will you be more committed to prayer and to scripture and to gathering in worship because our Saviour reigns? Let's pray. Lord, we do say Hosanna. Lord, we do say welcome, but not welcome because we've got an agenda for you to do, but welcome because we want you to reign in us. Lord, in the words of that song, reign in me. In the darkest hour, Lord, reign in me. When I'm getting rebellious, Lord, reign in me. When I'm becoming weak, Lord, reign in me. That, Lord, I will be a history maker, a transformer for your kingdom. Lord, have your way. And now may the blessing of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with each one of us this day and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for being with us. There is one song that will play as the service comes to a conclusion which talks about the fact that he chose the cross. Jesus coming into Jerusalem knew that the cross was the journey he was on to. Yet he didn't turn around. He chose it for you. It's Sunday, but Friday's coming. Will you travel with him? Thank you to those who are in the service this morning in the building. Can I just encourage you as you leave to use the one-way system and not to mingle around after the service. And if you could put the X's on your seat upright, that will help. But you may want to just sit and listen to this song as you go. And Vicky has a few palm crosses for anybody who wants them. But just listen to this song as our service has concluded, as we go out using the one-way system. And thank you to all those who joined us online.